Through her boundless compassion for humanity, Supreme Master Ching Hai tirelessly traveled to many corners of the world to share the message of love and eternal liberation through God's gift to humankind, the Kuan Yin Method of Meditation. After 30 years of sharing her knowledge on how to live a balanced life while pursuing a spiritual path, she continues to dedicate her time and effort to uplift and enhance the life of all beings. Motivated by her unconditional love and overflowing compassion for our planet and its co-inhabitants, humans and animals alike, Supreme Master Ching Hai selflessly accepts invitations to share her insights and wisdom on the topic of global warming and climate change. Despite her busy schedule, Supreme Master Ching Hai also sets aside time to hold retreats and international gatherings with our association members to inspire and motivate, address any concerns for daily life, and answer questions on spiritual practice. We present to you Supreme Master Ching Hai's discussion entitled, To Stop All Vices, Help Others to Be Independent, at an international gathering on July 11, 2009. Supreme Master Ching Hai's lectures are not a complete meditation instruction. Please do not try it alone. For free of charge guidance, please visit www.godsdirectcontact.org or contact any of our centers near you. Hello. Okay. We must go green to save the planet. Eh? <laughs> Message is clear, even written in Chinese. No excuse for you, Chinese people. Eh? We must see that. Ah, yeah. Go green. <laughs> green here, save the planet here. Yeah, okay, good. They spread it out too much, you know. And you have to, you know, like this, you know, people to see it. <laughs> it's funny how just a little different dress make different, huh? Yeah. Just a few blink blink, huh? Makes it look like big deal, huh? It's not really. It's not very big deal. It's easy to make, right? Look, so simple. Just cut like T shape. Yeah, and sew it, zig zag, you're done. <laughs> and you buy a few spray, you know, revenge, go green, save the planet. Yeah? Just those are in the bottle, you squeeze it, 
like a pen. Yeah, and look like glamorous. No big deal. Vietnamese? Ah, đồng chí Minh Giói. Ở đâu vậy? Ở Mỹ này đồng chí Lai hả? Đồng chí Lai hả? Mấy đồng chí Việt Nam ở qua Mỹ hả? Nói tiếng Việt cho đàng hoàng nghe chưa? Không. Tôi nghe mấy người nói chuyện gì đâu kỳ cục lắm á. Người Mỹ người ta nói không quen thì đúng rồi ha. Mình người Việt phải nói cho đàng hoàng ha. Đây có nhiều cái ví dụ đưa cho coi nè. Ví dụ người ta tên là Đặng Bá Lập biết không? Cái người Mỹ nói thành Đặng Bá Lập. Bá Lập hả? Bá Lập á. Hiểu chưa? Võ Gia Cự nói cái thằng Vô Gia Cư. Đặng Thập Thơ nó nói Đặng Thập Thọ. Võ Giai Tân cái là Vô Giải Tán. Hiểu chưa? Còn nữa? Cái này nha Dương Thượng á, không? hay là Dương Thượng Nha gì đó, nó kêu là nhà Dương Thương. À. À, võ Hiếu Đạo nó kêu là Vô, Vô Hiếu Đạo ha. Như khi đọc trật lắc vậy đó. À, võ Duyên cái là Vô Duyên. À. À, khổng Hiếu cái là Không Hiểu. À. Tô Lộ Trung là Trúng Lô Tô. À. À. Rồi người Mỹ nịnh, nịnh đầm á, gặp cô Việt Nam nó cô đẹp quá đó. À, nói tầm bậy người mỹ thường thường họ nói uh, lộn ngược lại mà à, cô đẹp quá thành dẹp cô qua <cười> dẹp qua bên đó dẹp cô qua ôi vân vân và vân vân à, à. hôm trước có nói lần rồi phải không yeah the vietnamese name you know sometimes if you pronounce it uh, differently it become completely different uh, meaning sometimes even opposite meaning Understand? Yeah. I told them to pronounce it correctly. <laughs> no excuse. The, the Vietnamese who went overseas, they sometimes pronounce it very funny. Yeah. Any question? No? Yeah, tell me. Two weeks ago, I went to a conference in Geneva called Global Humanitarian Forum. Mm. It was extremely interesting with Kofi Annan, Dr. Bashauri, and lots of other important people. So. But you know what happened? What? At lunchtime, huh? they served yeah. no vegetarian food. No. I mean, there was nothing I could eat. And in the evening... How the, about Bachuri? What did he eat? I don't know. He wasn't there. Oh. But in the evening, all the people that were at this conference were invited by the Swiss government on one of the big boats on the lake. And there was a nice dinner. Mm. There were vegetables in the beginning, like dips, but after that it was just fish and meat. Mm. So Dr. Pashauri was there, and I mm. went over to him and I said, how come that a conference like this about the environment yes. doesn't give vegetarian food? Yeah. And he said he would complain. Yes. But how can we make these people understand? Oh, they were talking all about global warming, oh, yeah. everything, but they never mentioned me. What can I do? Okay, we... Uh We just tell, and then mm-hmm. who listen, listen. Who don't, don't. Yeah. I yeah. told you the philosophy, yeah. okay? If they listen, they listen. Mm-hmm. If they don't listen, then mm-hmm. then what? The poor Dr. Pachori, how does he eat? Does he bring well, anything? I think he had the vegetables like me. <laughs> oh, yeah? We just had a few dips, a few vegetables. He actually looked much better than usual. He looked more relaxed. Maybe he needs somebody to go around with him, cooking for him. 
Yeah, because yeah. he, he travels a lot and mm-hmm. he works a lot and he needs some nutrition. Mm-hmm. We need him to be alive. Of course. We need the guy. He's probably the only one who's attending on that conference, that's yeah. why. The Princess of Jordan was there, and she's very much involved in humanitarian work. uh, Vegetarian? Well, I asked her if she knew about the meat thing, you know, and she said, I am a vegetarian. She is? My God, she's wonderful. And she got your book. Oh, she got it. Oh, wow. Bless her. There are quite a few vegetarians on this And how how does she eat there, poor princess? How does she eat? The second lunch was in a restaurant where we were all invited, and there you could actually ask for a vegetarian meal. There's a restaurant? We were all invited by some company. Okay, you know what? Next time tell Dr. Pachori, at least whenever he travels mm-hmm. somewhere, let us know. We come mm-hmm. and bring vegetarian mm-hmm. food for the vegetarian mm-hmm. people, at least. Yeah, yeah. If we couldn't cook for everybody, mm-hmm. then at least we cook for those mm-hmm. who need it. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes they, they travel many days, they don't bring... Staff, you know, yeah. staff are not easy to bring. Sometimes you have to go quick and the staff don't have visa, yeah? Like I don't always have staff in my pocket, yes. You think I always have people run around serving me, it's not true. I mostly have to be alone, yeah? Because uh, uh, the people who help me are mostly Taiwanese, huh? And they don't always have visa or they use up the visa for the conference here. So sometimes you think uh, the important people, they have staff all over them. It, it's not always true. And I don't always have people around me. <laughs> it's lucky enough that I have a driver, yes. If not, I just take a taxi. It depends on where. My life, I have to continue with or without help. So, what do you want me to do about that? Complain to the United Nations, huh? Yeah, we write letter. Who told you to be there? It's your problem. <laughs> no, it was really interesting. It was worthwhile going. Oh, of course, of course. I was just shocked. That, uh, uh, yeah, I know. How did you get in there? They even let you? Press, SNTV huh? press, press pass. Ah, oh, that's very good already. Yeah. I thought next year you should really come to it. As a what? As a speaker. A speaker? Yeah. Oh. I don't like travel too much. You know, you know, I'm shy. We see. What I mean is, how can I even go there to cook? <laughs> you couldn't because it was in a hotel. I cook some other hotel and bring it there. There are hotel with uh, like uh, apartment, you know? Apartment hotel. They have cookers and a refrigerator and everything. Yes. Sometimes this kind of hotel cheaper than the other hotel even. Yeah, because they're not always five stars. The hotel with the apartment with cooking convenient. Sometimes it's very very good, very convenient, and cheaper. Yeah. Uh, but not always that convenient, you know. Because if I need sometimes fast internet, then sometimes you know five star hotel is the best. Yes. Yeah, I'm the five star client. Yes. I ran a hotel room and, and my assistant come in and out all the time <laughs> to send video, <laughs> send stuff, send news. <laughs> I'm hardly there, yeah? Mostly it's them who work. So sometimes the newspapers say, I live in five-star hotel. That's true too. Oh, a few days. And the rest is the staff, 
And I say, you guys' name should be on the newspaper, not me. You use it more often. You come every day, almost every day. <laughs> Understand? Yeah, they take turn to go there to send email or video because sometimes send video take long time. Yeah? Sometimes only one one hour video take many days or one day or half a day depends on how fast, yeah, how big the file, yeah, and how good quality you want it. It's not. It's not all that easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our technology is not all that good, not as good as Mars, not yet. But I'm grateful already. Yeah, before we could not have video conference, we could not send a, a video file in one, two, three, four days like that. See you mean? Yeah. Mm. Okay, to send just audios is quick. But to send video with images, you know, like a film, it takes a long time, long, long time. If you can even, yeah? Some place they don't have it. Sometimes I travel in some country, they don't have uh, fast internet. You can send email, receive email, okay. But you cannot send uh, video, you know, DVD and this stuff. And you can't definitely make video conference. No, no, no. See what I mean? Yeah. All right. Now, uh, because you mentioned that, I'm telling you, it's right now water shortage a lot, yeah? So we have to do some, like, preserve rainwater, yeah? You can try to maybe buy a big tank or something, put under the, the gutter and let the rain run in there, also fine. Or if you can afford it, dig a pool or something and leak all your rainwater from the roof to go there. And you can use it for anything. Washing, yeah, cleaning, uh, watering your grass, yes, even drink. When I was younger, like 14, 15 something, high school time, I lived in one of the villas on the seaside in Vietnam. Very beautiful. And underneath they have a big reserve tank for rainy water, and we use that a lot. Sometimes there's no water from the, uh, from the tap. We have to uh, use that water. It tastes so sweet and so clear, you know. After the water settles in there, I think even any dirt will go at the bottom, and the water on top is so clean, so clear, and so sweet. And it stays in the dark, so there's no bacteria or anything like that. Yes. In Spain, they do that a lot. I had a house in Spain. Well, I still have it, if you can call that a house. <laughs> it's, it's like two-story, if you can call that two stories. You know, it's like it's perching next to the mountain like this, you know? So, of course, according to the mountain slope, they make it one room underneath and one room on top. One room underneath is like there is an open chimney cooking and stuff, you know? And the, uh, the other room on top, uh, you can sleep, yes. It's small, you know, maybe about five, six meters, something like that. Yeah, well, uh, top and bottom. And there's no staircase. They just, like, carve into the wall, you know, and then you, you have to tiptoe, clam on the wall to go up to the second floor. It's a quiet adventure every day. And it's not that, it's, it, it's the water system. You see, in Spain, 
they conserve water like that. They dig like some big hole or some well under the house or next to the house. And somehow they, they direct all the rainwater, whatever possible, go in there. And in there it's completely dark, huh? it's sealed off. It's sealed off. And, uh, and they, of course, they make a door. Huh? Whenever you want to take water, then you do like this. Huh? You, you, you get a bucket and with a rope. And you go, tuk, 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 tuk. good exercise, huh? Okay, first I get the water, exercise from my upper body, and then I climb the, the wall <laughs> very carefully. <laughs> you have to, have to have power, otherwise you slip down, you know? So it, it was a very good <laughs> situation. <laughs> yes, and uh, good for meditation. You don't have electricity there. Not only you don't have water, you don't have electricity. So it's very nice you go to meditate early. No excuse to watch television. There's nada over there. <laughs> uh, you can only walk up and down the hill, uh, fetch the water, yeah, just for fun, and uh, climb the wall. <laughs> climb one toe at a time, eh? Yeah, because you, know, you have enough room for the whole two feet, eh? You don't walk, you climb like centipede. Understand with, like, you know, Spider Man? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking I'm a Spider Woman. <laughs> yeah. I, I miss that place, yeah. We were staying there happily ever after. I tell you what, the water is all sealed and dark, you know, it had to be dark, yeah? So there's no bacteria, nothing grow. You understand? That is the secret. The Spanish people, they knew this secret, yes. And over there they even have this uh, natural sewage system, yes. The toilet will be uh, screened many times until it's mostly clear water. And then it goes under trees and grasses, you know, branches out. So you can use it forever. And it's no harm to environment, nothing. You understand? They probably clean it out every five or ten years or something, depends on how many people use it. But mostly it just dispersed into the ground, watering the plants, you know, the flowers, the grass, the trees. So you see, it's a very good recycling system. Because the Spanish people, uh, uh, some area don't have water, you know. They rely on rainwater. Uh, even now they have government water organized, but they still use this uh, ecology system, which is very good. Every house has two systems now, all connected with each other, you know, the rain system and the tap system. You can turn one off, turn one on, or turn both on. Depends on what you want to use, yes? Yes. It's very good. I like Spanish people for that, yeah. So even now we are shortage of water in some of the areas of the world. In your area, even if you have water, you can conserve more rainwater for different use. Yes, first, good for the environment. Second, why you take care of yourself. Third, less bill to pay, okay? It's very good. Try that, yes? When I live in the cave, I don't have any water. I buy big... Uh, Tank, you know, not tank, but like big bucket, you know, big, sometimes very big like that. And then I put it under some of 
the rainway, you know, from the mountain. There's some crack, there's some rainwater or some water coming in there. I put it down and it comes in there. Uh, I'm alone, I can use it forever. <laughs> okay, that was a long time ago. Huh? I don't have that luxury anymore. I really miss it. It's really the best time. <laughs> when I can live alone, that's the best time for me. Not a care in the world, yes. I live very simple, you know. I could even use canned food, you know, it wouldn't harm me at all. People say canned food is not healthy, but you don't eat canned food alone, huh? Now and again you go out and get some fresh vegetable, fruits and things like that. And you use it for one week or a few days and then later you, you get more, huh? Mm. Very simple, actually. Oh, nice life, my God. I really love that life. I don't have that luck to have a quiet life in this lifetime. Yes. Actually, I didn't plan to come here. I didn't know you guys are here either. I mean, not physically. I was informed that, okay, some people like to come for holidays. Okay, why not? It's empty. Let them come. It's their home. They come whenever they like, whether I'm there or not. But I just happened to be here. You, you know the story, right? Okay. And then you are here, and I am here. Huh? <laughs> How about that? What a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. There's another tip for environment when you're talking about the environmental um, gathering in Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, we can always gather all the garbage together in one bag, okay? Because mostly you put another garbage bag in the toilet, and another garbage in the kitchen, another garbage bag in the living room, etc., etc. Don't just every day collect every bag, and then even if it's only half empty. It's better you collect all, pour all the garbage into one bag until it's full, and take it out. Yes. Yeah. Here yesterday I told you don't talk over the food. No? Do the same at home. Okay. Yes, in case you're sick, you don't give it to somebody else. Also, it's nice to keep quiet, to remember uh, the holy names inside, and you, and you maintain your samadhi all the time, even while you're eating. Understand? Take advantage of the, the time, yeah? So you can uh, use it for blessing, for inner realization, instead of wasting breath, energy, and spiritual merit just to talk. When we talk, things come out, eh? energy come out also, leaking something. If you have to talk, eh? brief, quick, quiet, yeah? Also, not to climb over the food just to get the salad over there. Meanwhile, your clothes are dipping all over the vegan sausage <laughs> and the soy sauce, eh? Also dusty and dirty for other people, it doesn't look appetizing, eh? Understand? Yeah. Maybe your, some of your beautiful hair falling in there. That's not vegetarian, is it? <laughs> Understand? Yes. Okay. And then we have to say, maybe there's some trace of non-veg in our food. You know, there's some food in the supermarket, like maybe chocolate or something. They make it vegan, huh? Normally they don't make milk in that branch, for example, but they say, may contain traces of nuts or milk, contain traces, you know. So if, if you do this kind of thing, eh, 
the food is all over here, and you reach over the river to get the salad or the, your favorite something, then uh, some of your hair, beautiful may it be, <laughs> fall in there. Yeah? Maybe some little, little insect or something <laughs> that you brought with you uh, illegally, yeah? that the immigration office did not check out, maybe drop in there as well. Then we have to declare, to be honest, you know, as uh, we have a five precepts. One of it is honesty, you know, <laughs> don't lie. You know. So many rules already here, you know, don't talk, don't stand, don't sit, don't, <laughs> don't lay down already. And now the food have to put a uh, slogan all over us, you know, may contain... <laughs> Traces of human souvenir. <laughs> Understand me, yeah? That is uh, more complicated, especially we are international group. It had to be like 128 languages. <laughs> you see what I mean? Then uh, we don't have time for meditation. Yeah, Just sit there, translate forever. Hmm? <laughs> ah, yeah. And there's never enough translation because there are some remote area people. Even in China, they have like a thousand and one different dialects, for example. Eh? So we'll be busy forever, okay? So please don't shake your <laughs> beautiful <laughs> souvenir into the food by climbing over it. Yeah? Just take whatever you have in front of you. And if you want something else, go around it. Wait your turn. It's like in a, a buffet, no? They make you go around, no? Like in the airport or in a, in a buffet a restaurant, you, you don't jump over like that, huh? Yeah. Okay, behave yourself, eh? You're good. You are good. It's just your personality. Sometimes your character sometimes are no good, yeah? So if I uh, sometimes tell you something, it is just your character, okay? Or your personalities or your upbringing. But you are good, yeah? At least you eat vegetarian. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you feel like you are saint already. Oh, thank you again. Yeah. yeah. How good are you? Anyway, huh? Yeah, yeah, eating vegetarian. Don't kill people. Don't steal. Don't tell lies. Don't gamble, etc. Don't take drugs. All these are good. Yeah? Good for what? Just good for you. Nothing good <laughs> about it. Everybody should be like that to begin with. No? Now I have to return you to your goodness. Normally, everybody should be like that. Vegetarian is good for your health, right? And don't take drugs, it's good for your health. And don't gamble and all that, good for your Health also. <laughs> yeah, mental health, physical health. If you lose money, you get angry, you get sick, you die also. No? Yeah. And leave your families behind. And don't take drugs and all that. Good for you. Don't drink alcohol. It's all good for you. Don't tell lies. It's good for? For who? For me? Sure, huh? Thank you, huh? Yeah. The five precepts, if you keep it. The vegetarian diet, if you keep it. It's good for whom? For whom? For me? <laughs> yeah, for you, yes. For me, me, you, yeah. The you, me, yeah, okay. Some of the tragic tolls of addictive drug abuse. 
over 200,000 deaths each year. Costs of 181 billion U.S. dollars each year in the United States. 33 billion U.S. dollars in the U.K. Lifetime cost of current drug addiction amounts to 575 billion U.S. dollars in the U.K. Over 100 British children each week call a hotline to express concern about their parents' drug and alcohol use. Harmful effects. Brain damage with mental and emotional losses. Stroke, heart disease and irreversible damage. Liver disease. Tuberculosis. Emphysema. Cancer. Depression. Suicide. Permanent memory loss. Mental illness higher infant mortality, increased crime and violence, impotence. Crime and violence. Illegal drugs are a factor in 50% of burglaries in the United Kingdom each year. In the U.S., 60% of people arrested each year have been taking illegal drugs. 650 heroin addicts in the U.S. committed 70,000 crimes in a three-month period. Social costs. U.S. businesses lose 100 billion U.S. dollars per year due to employees' drug and alcohol abuse. Australians pay 53 billion U.S. dollars per year for health care, law enforcement, and lost productivity of drug users. Environmental costs. Every gram of cocaine produced destroys 4.4 square meters of rainforest, with 300,000 hectares of rainforest lost each year to cocaine production. Death. 52 people die each day due to drugs in the U.S. In Canada, substance abuse is attributed to 21% of total deaths and 23% of potential life years lost due to early mortalities. Plus more. Subsidize and convert the drug industry into vegetable organic farming. For help quitting, please visit... Urgent information, please visit www.suprememastertv.com forward slash killers. Drug begins with ignorance and frustration of the young people of our age because many of their organizations sometimes have failed in satisfying their spiritual need for the higher meaning of life more than just material because material today we don't we don't like therefore they they are charmed they are seduced into taking drugs because in taking drugs sometimes they can have hallucination and feel uh, comforted for a very short time but little did they realize the very grave consequence after that therefore meditation is the best way to relieve all this suffering of the people when they want to know God, they want to know happiness inside. Because our happiness through meditation, through the light and the music of heaven, is everlasting and is always improved and always more and more happiness and never have any consequence like a drug. If we can propagate more uh, the meditational benefit, then the drug uh, uh, effect on people will be less. 
and they, they, they will understand where to turn to for a longer lasting happiness. Okay, now and again go give a few flyers. Is that good for whom? For me also, huh? <laughs> good for whom? For you, huh? Yeah, of course, for you. Of course, you save a few souls, huh? You save a few animals. Good for them too. But it's just uh, good for their physical aspect, huh? Otherwise, they don't really need you to save them. If they die, they go to heaven, the animals. Only the people who eat them will be in trouble. The people who torture, who make the animals suffer, they will be in trouble. No matter how much the animals suffer, it's only one time, and then they'll be liberated, and they will go direct to heaven. It's the people that we worry about, it's the humans, understand? Who doesn't know what they're doing, who don't know what they're doing, and causing such a suffering to the co-inhabitants, to innocent, noble, beautiful beings like animals. The humans we should worry about because of the bad karma, huh? Mm. Vegetarianism in Religion The Baha'i Faith Regarding the eating of animal flesh and abstinence therefrom, know thou of a certainty that, in the beginning of creation, God determined the food of every living being, and to eat contrary to that determination is not approved. Selections from the Baha'i Writings of Some Aspects of Health and Healing Buddhism. All meats eaten by living beings are of their own relatives. Lankavatara Sutra Also, after the birth of the baby, care must be exercised not to kill any animal in order to feed the mother with meaty delicacies and not to assemble many relatives to drink liquor or to eat meat, because at the difficult time of birth there are innumerable evil demons, monsters and goblins who want to consume the smelly blood. By ignorantly and adversely resorting to the killing of the animals for consumption, they bring down curses upon themselves which are detrimental to both the mother and the baby. The Garba Sutra be careful during the days immediately after someone's death, not killing or destroying, or creating evil karma by worshipping or offering sacrifice to demons and deities. Because such killing and slaughtering committed, or such worship performed, or such sacrifice offered, would not have even an iota of force to benefit the dead, but would entwine even more sinful karma into previous karma, making it even deeper and more serious. Thus, delay his rebirth to a good state, Karma means retribution. Kasiti Garba Sutra. Cow die. The most important thing is to stop killing, because animals also have souls and understand like humans. If we kill and eat them, then we owe them a blood debt. Teachings of the Saints. Christianity. Meats for the belly and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Holy Bible. And while the flesh was yet between their teeth, ere it was chewed, the wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord smote the people with a very great plague. Holy Bible Confucianism All men have a mind which cannot bear to see the sufferings of others. The superior man, having seen the animals alive, cannot bear to see them die. Having heard their dying cries, he cannot bear to eat their flesh. 
Mencius. Essenes. I am come to end the sacrifices and feasts of blood, and if ye cease not offering and eating of flesh and blood, the wrath of God shall not cease from you. Gospel of the Holy Twelve. Hinduism. Since you cannot bring killed animals back to life, you are responsible for killing them. Therefore, you are going to hell. There is no way for your deliverance. Adelila. He who desires to augment his own flesh by eating the flesh of other creatures lives in misery in whatever species he may take his birth. Mahabharata Anu. Islam. Allah will not give mercy to anyone except those who give mercy to other creatures. Hadith. Do not allow your stomachs to become graveyards of animals. Hadith. Jainism. A true monk should not accept such food and drink as has been specially prepared for him involving the slaughter of living beings. Sutra Judaism. And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and will cut him off from among his people. Holy Bible. Blood meaning flesh. Sikhism. Those mortals who consume marijuana, flesh, and wine, no matter what pilgrimages, fasts, and rituals they follow, they will all go to hell. Guru Granth Sahib. Taoism. Do not go into the mountain to catch birds and nets, nor to the water to poison fishes and minnows. Do not butcher the ox that plows your field. Tract of the Quiet Way. Tibetan Buddhism. The offering to the deities of meat obtained by killing animate beings is like offering a mother the flesh of her own child, and this is a grievous failure, the supreme path of discipleship. Zoroastrianism. Those plants I, Ahura Mazda, or God, rain down upon the earth to bring food to the faithful and fodder to the beneficent cow. Avesta. Everybody knows that vegetarian diet is good for health and to save the planet. They will be awakening their own great, compassionate, loving self-nature, and then their level of consciousness will rise up automatically and they will understand more than they ever did, and they'll be closer to heaven than what they are right now. Why people do drugs? You mean planting, selling, or uh, doing drugs? Well, plant, planting, selling. First of all, why do they start? And uh, the, why do they sell without considering other lives? Yes, yes, understand. But first, because uh, of money, huh? Yes. It's all boiled down to finance. See, some people in a very poor country, they think they couldn't earn money in any other way. And then the other capitalist people uh, like to earn money by that way. And so encourage them to plant more and more. Originally, they were only maybe uh, in the bushes and they tried some before and then they feel something. Uh, and then they, they use it by themselves, you know, some people in some tribe or somewhere. And later, some of the so-called civilized people came and discovered that and then think this can make money, and so encourage these native people to plant more, and luring them into doing this, instead of planting others, offering more money. You see what I mean for that? 
So these people, they, they are mostly innocent, understand? The people who planted them mostly are innocent. They didn't think to do that before until somebody came and put this idea into their mind. And of course they are poor farmers, etc., eh? poor tribal people, and not too many uh, opportunity others. So with the big money, quick, quick money, of course they do it. You see what I mean? Come with the, all the gifts which they never seen before in their lives, and of course that arouses their interest, yes? And uh, make them feel like, oh, this is a very good opportunity to make more money for themselves, for the families. You see what I mean? So they planted more drug, more, uh, you know, heroin stuff, heroin, cocaine, drug. And then the people who did that in the beginning also did not realize how harmful it is, this drug substance, to the user. Yes, of course. Not everybody knows everything. Understand? The planter of the drug, they did not know too much about all this scientific evidence that harm the body, you know, wreck the nerves and, and, and destroy the cells and all that, you know, and make people sick and addicted and suffering. They did not know all that in advance, you see? Because they have it there and they use sometimes or not use it, you know, and it's always available to them. They don't have to crave for it. So they don't know the people, the new one, if the user in some other faraway country, if they don't have it, how they feel, you know? Craving, suffering, and mentally uh, torturing. Understand? Don't know that. And the people who came there thinking just to make money also did not know much about it, all this effect, okay? And then the people who sell them even less, know less about the harmful effect of drugs. And that's why they do it. It all starts from poverty. If all the governments in the world really, I mean all the people, not just the government, all, all the people or the army group or militants or everybody who has power and who, who wants to help people should concentrate more to help people to be independent, especially the poor farmers. We give them uh, subsidies, help them to stand on their feet, help them to earn money. Understand? Then they will not plant drugs. Right now, some government do that already. Uh, bravo! Yes. <laughs> I give Shining World Leadership Award. Of course, deserve it, huh? They uh, encourage the drug planters to plant vegetables instead and give them subsidies. That is the best thing you can ever do to help farmers. Yes, they did it because they needed money. Also, they didn't know much about the harmful effect, you know? Most poor people, they only occupy with two, three meals a day. They don't have time to read so much. They don't have internet to do research into uh, scientific evidence and the harmful effect of drugs. And then the sellers, they also have nothing much to do, maybe, you know, and they have to sell it to make quick money and better money, perhaps, you see? So most of the people who sell planted are in poor country, yes? Most people who sell them also belong to poorer class. You understand me? The man who sell on the street and all that. And once they started already, they can't stop. Yes? And sometimes they deliver the drug, but then the police catch them 
and they lost a lot of money. The more they lost, the more they have to make more to recover the money, lose, etc., etc. So it's like a devil's circle. It won't stop. And also personal, you know, angry that the government took drugs from them and so on, and then it become more like a quiet war, you know, sometimes it's outright war. It's not a big war like international war, but it is a war somehow, brewing somewhere. Sometimes cost people's lives, yeah, you know, right? Yeah? Cost lives between the sellers, the planters, the police, the government officials, etc. And of course it costs lives of the people, costs the lives of the people who use them. It's all because of poverty and ignorance, yes. So these people need to be helped, you know, the planter of the drugs, the sellers of the drugs, they should be more informed and helped with the financial subsidies, then they can turn around, yes. The whole world is suffering mostly due to ignorance and poverty. Any other question? Yeah? No? Yes? No? Yeah. What can we do then to stop the young people taking drugs? Because these days they go to discotheques. They're very dangerous drugs now, like ecstasy and the new one, even worse. And they're very young, sometimes 14, 15 years old. I know, that's old. why. That's why. Only the young people, mostly young people, fall prey to it. Even smokers. 90% are young people, to start from young one, yeah? and then it lasts the whole life, of course. And the drugs is the same. You see, young people, they're impressionable. Yes, they like anything to try, because they don't know. Curious, yeah, also don't know, and seems like just cool things, you know. <laughs> uh, peer pressure, advertisement, yes, and just to be tough guy, yeah, just to be in, yeah. Because if you don't take drugs, your friends will laugh at you. For example, your classmates will think you are <laughs> a sissy, thing like that. So the parents have to educate your children, have to watch over them. Your advice matters, really. They respect your advice. You have to tell them. Even if you tell them already, and the children still fall into drugs, at least you know you have told them, at least you know you have warned them, at least your conscience is clear. Don't just leave your child alone in the wild world out there without advice, anything. Even if you tell them and you think they're angry at you by teaching them too much, it's not true. Maybe they don't seem to listen, but they do respect your words. After all, you are their parents. They just don't show emotion too much. You know the young people? They're just quiet and more introvert. You know, when we were young, we also like that. We just don't know what to say. We just don't know how to express our emotion or opinion, but we do listen. If the parents told us, we listen. It is said that parents' advice do matter. Some parents are afraid to tell teenagers what to do, don't do drugs, don't do cigarettes and all that. Don't be afraid, tell them. Do research on internet and show to them all the bad effects, yes? Not just physically, emotionally, but morally as well. Because once they are addicted, they could fall into a worse pattern of life, you know, into a dark area of life. They become thieves or robbers or even murderers. 
given circumstances that they need money to buy drugs, you know, when they are so addicted and so needy. Understand? Or do any other things that very, very painful for you as parents to know. So tell them. Tell them all the time. Say no. No to drug, no to cigarette, no to alcohol, no, no, no. That's not cool. Yeah? It's not cool. Any film that have the actors smoking, drinking, and looking cool, you forbid them to watch. Just don't let them watch them. Don't let them watch any side of internet that have film or any advertisement with uh, with cigarette and uh, drug and all that. Tell them the road is dark. Yeah, if they go into that road, is dark. Cigarette bad, drug bad, alcohol no. Help tell them all the time. They listen. Okay, believe me, they do listen. Because you think they don't care. They do care about your advice. Who else do they care about? Yes? But the thing is that they just probably don't look like they care. Never mind, you tell them in any way, lovingly, as often as you can. Just tell them because you care about them, you worry about them. Maybe they will not like what they hear, but please listen. Yeah? And it's very bad if they go into that direction. Just tell them everything, tell them everything. But you have to know all the information yourself. You have to have evidence, you see? So when you tell them, they listen. Oh, really? It's just like that, you know? Because you just tell them, don't do drugs, don't do drugs, and say, oh, parents say anything all the time, don't do this, don't do that. You have to tell them the effects, yeah? Okay? And then they don't take it. And once there's no demand, then there's no supply. You see what I mean? You can't blame the drugs planters for doing what they do if you don't also educate your children. If you, your children or, or other people keep demanding drugs, then they continue to plant. You see? But nowadays, drugs is even... I read on newspapers or some TV somewhere that the drugs is not pure even. You know, like not pure heroin or not pure cocaine anymore. They mix with all kind of other chemicals and other kind of drugs that make it very deadly. Because first of all, maybe they don't have enough supply. So they have to mix with all kind of other things to supply it to people. And that's make it even worse for the body and the brain, the nerves and everything. You understand, yeah? So you have to tell your children. That's how. Okay? <laughs> I know you don't have children, maybe, but you ask for other people, it's good. You do have, huh? I never thought you have. <laughs> Where are they now? Are they...? They're grown up, but uh, I do have six grandchildren. Yeah, the grandchildren also must tell. <laughs> must tell the parents to tell your grandchildren, and you also. You know? That's how advertisement work. <laughs> yeah? Give them picture of dead people, you know, drug trouble people, and prison you know, drug imprisonment and etc., etc., give them all that. Graphic as well as lecturing, but nice and lovely, make it fun and interesting. Don't just say, don't, 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 you know. <laughs> Instead, also tell them, do, 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 like, do vegetarian, do be honest, huh? do be good, do be charitable, do be nice, do be polite to people, huh? do meditate, yeah? Do pray, yes, etc., etc., yes. The don't first, the do after, okay? <laughs> yes. Do take juice instead of alcohol, yeah? 
do uh, meditate instead of drug. Yes. Uh, all kind of do munch the carrot, the zucchini, the <laughs> cucumber sticks instead of cigarette. Yes. Do okay against don't. Yes. Uh, you must teach your grandchildren as well. Uh, please do it because now you are a grandparent. You are wiser. Let's face it. When you had your first children, you were still a kid. <laughs> 20-something or teen, you know, 18, 19, you don't even know how to teach yourself. And you have to burden yourself with teaching a little kid there, and you don't even know how to handle. But now you're, you're more free now. You're freer because you don't have children around, and you're more independent, and you have more time to meditate, to do research, and to what's better in life. You can pass on this wisdom to your grandchildren. I think better the grandparents raise the grandchildren because the parents, they're all kids. And growing up, just growing up, get out of college, boom, have a child. Oh, what to do? A nappy, how to change even, yeah? That's why kids are not very well informed because the kids are raising kids. <laughs> Understand me? <laughs> how much knowledge, truthfully, did you have when you just got out of high school or got out of college, you're full of just uh, A, B, C, and 4, and 4, make 8. And you don't have time to do much about life. You know, you didn't have time to research much about life, about the common sense of life, about how to survive in the world yet. So you're busy. When you were a kid, you're busy, go to school. And then when you grow up quicker, you're busy graduating, you know, uh, memorize as much as possible the printed words, and then graduate, and then busy, busy, get a job. Uh, maybe have a girlfriend meanwhile as well, and accidentally maybe have a child, that's it. That's all. And then you're so busy, busy, you don't know much of the common sense knowledge, so you cannot even teach your child. Is he? After graduate, you're busy, get a job. If you're lucky, you get a job, okay? Okay, fine. If you're bad luck, you have a girlfriend or boyfriend, then you have a child. <laughs> okay, good luck too. This is not bad luck, but then bad luck is that you have to work harder than both of you, and you have even less time to, to learn about life. Understand? Of course, you learn by working, but it's not much. You see, that's not really... A true knowledge. It's just survival, survival kit, yeah? So how can you <laughs> raise children? Yes? So the grandparents are the great tool, great, great teacher, yes. The people think grandparents finish, you know, retired, pensionisto. No, it's not. <laughs> they are a well of wisdom and love, patience, understanding. More than when we were young, eh? We're more mellow with age, eh? Yes. And have more knowledge, more wisdom, yes. And more calm, more patience, more understanding to teach the kids. So please, help to teach your grandchildren, yes? Do not leave the kids with the kids. <laughs> Just because they say, Mother, I'm married, I'm grown up, <laughs> doesn't mean they are, okay? They need you still. Your children still need you, and your grandchildren need you more. Okay? The kids, 
They are also busy, you know, they just start out in life, all exciting and busy, you know. Independence, you know, wow, <laughs> newly gained independence, you know, so proud. Don't have enough time to assimilate much more common sense knowledge. So please help out with your grandchildren. You're right, very good, very good. Very good you mentioned it. Grandchildren are the future. Yeah? Okay. Thanks so much. Very good question. Any other good question? If no question, then we meditate. No? You're shy. Camera shy. Microphone shy. Yeah. I'm very shy normally. I just do all this for the sake of everybody, truly. All this light. Because I'm sensitive already, you know? And I sit in front of this all the time. Yesterday somebody said something about my dogs or something. I asked them some question about why I have dogs or something. I, I think I heard it somewhere. Why do I have to have dogs? I said, oh, my life's already so busy. I never wanted to have dogs before. Not because I don't love dogs, but I know my lifestyle is too stressful already. I can't afford to have children, husband, dogs, cat, birds, nada, finito. And then I have so many. <laughs> Understand me? Before, whenever I can, go to dog shelter, you know, to give money to build shelter for dogs. And I don't want dogs. I just want to help with dog shelter or everything about dogs, for dogs. But I can't have dogs. I say, I can't have it because I, I don't have time for them. That's what I thought. And then I have ten dogs, believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it myself up to now. I still don't believe it. But the thing is, I can't tell my heart what to do. The same with what I'm doing now. You can't tell your heart always what to do. Just like you love that man, even he's bad. You can't tell your heart, stop loving him. That's the problem. And then complaining all the time, Oh, I want to leave him, that guy is so bad. Why do I stick with him? They are better guy, richer, more handsome. I go, I go one day, and then that day never come. <laughs> he just can't do it, yeah? You just don't know why, you can't do it, yes. It's just your heart, no? We have a problem here, right here. <laughs> this is our problem. We carry it every day on the left side, no? yeah? It's about this much only, but big problem cause, cause all lifelong problem, yeah? <laughs> all the problem causes by this thing, you know? It's caused by this thing. You can't control it. Yeah, heartbroken, falling into the hour of love, <laughs> lose money, <laughs> cheated, <laughs> beaten up, <laughs> tired, fed up, but <laughs> can't get rid of this <laughs> because of this. <laughs> can't get out. <laughs> All right then, guys, huh? Mm. Okay, we meditate, huh? Sava? Good, huh? I have a cat. Yes. It's my daughter's cat, but when my daughter moved out, the cat stayed with us. <gasps> and this cat, Typical. she's a good cat. Yes. She even eats vegetarian food. Yes. yes. But she does kill birds and, and mice, and I just can't stand it. She kills mice? Oh, God. Yeah, I can't stand it anymore. What can I do to make her stop doing that? 
You have to okay. You you get the guy. You know the the dog's whisperer. <laughs> Find out cat whisperer. <laughs> I show you the film the other day about yeah. the dog whisperer. Isn't it? Says a Milan. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, in your country or the in in your next country, there must be a cat whisperer somewhere, <laughs> or maybe the dog whisperer can talk to the cat yeah. as well. Yeah. Sometimes they can do it by mm-hmm. uh, proxy, you know, a telephone. Mm. So they don't have to come to you, mm-hmm. you don't have to come to them. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is tell them the cat's name. Name mm-hmm. is their passport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though there, there are many uh, name goody, many name happy, but that happy is not the other happy. Mm-hmm. They know it. And the telepathic animal communicator will be able to work out with that name. Of course, you give as many information as possible. How old, you know, where you live, etc. Whatever they ask, you give the information. They can do it through distance Mm -hmm. because it's telepathy. It doesn't have to be physically present. But of course, for those uh, like the chihuahua that we have seen, (laughs) that he has to be there. (laughs) You see? The physical present, because there was physical things. Yes. Cats and mice, they do have their thing together. Huh? They do have their karma together. That's why sometimes, you, you, you know, before the cat eat the mice, and she play with him for a while. Not because she's cruel, she just want to calm him down first and ask him, you sure? You sure it's going to be okay now? <laughs> yes. That's the reason. They do. Any animals in the wild... For example, a lion, if he wants to eat an antelope, he asks him first. Mostly eat the weak and feeble one, you know, and the strong one, they have to survive, can survive. It's just the natural way of eliminating the weak. Make sure the survival of the strong and the protection of the excellent gene of all species. But it doesn't have to be like that anymore. If everybody becomes vegetarian, then the lamb will lay down at the side of the lion, just like the Bible said. Just because we, as humans, project too many violent energy out in there, out into the field, everywhere. So that's why nature responds, you see? This violent energy has to be digested, has to be diluted somehow. Therefore, lions... You see, has to neutralize that by being violent. Understand? They take it upon themselves and then work it out. Understand? And uh, that's why weather is bad. That's why there are tornadoes, hurricanes, tsunami, etc., etc. It's all we made it. We can't blame any nature for it. Nature has to work out whatever we project into the ether, into the emptiness. Nothing gone lost. It has to be neutralized in some form or another. Understand me? Yes. So we as humans, the crown of the creation, has to take lead, has to be virtuous, has to be good. Then the whole world will be good. That's why in heaven, it's a heaven. Nobody kill nobody. No animals eat animals. If any of you already gone there, uh, you know, during your meditation, you saw it's all peace and love. Nobody get mad at anybody. 
nothing haphazard, nothing unpleasant happened because there's no such energy there. It's all screened out already. It's all selected. The people who go to heaven are all selected. See, they have same level of peaceful energy. They project only peaceful and loving energy. So their surrounding is always peaceful surrounding, peaceful and loving energy. Understand that? Yes. It's an abstract concept, but does it make sense to you? Hmm. And hell, if any of you had a fortune to visit <laughs> during your meditation, you also know already, it's chaotic, yeah? It's suffering, it's panicky, it's uh, very, very intense suffering, yes? A different degrees. Because the people there are screened off to go there. They have similar negative energy, understand? Due to the things that they did during their physical lifetime. Whatever we do, we carry it with us. If we did not try to find a way to neutralize it before we die, then we carry it with us all the time. So the fortunate people, even though they did some bad things, but they follow an enlightened master and they know how to neutralize it themselves, you see? And they burn off the bad karma so they can get rid of the energy. And then they can go to heaven instead of go to hell. The people who don't have a master, who don't know how to neutralize their negative past energy, have to carry it around with them. And that energy is heavy and it draws them into a suffering and heavy place, together with every other people who are also heavy and suffering kind of negative energy, or draw together in there. Our world is half good, half bad, you see? So in some places, so heavy, war, famine, terrible things, and some places are bearable. Do you understand? And the Master, in many different ages, suffer because they have to carry negative energy for some people, for their disciples at least, and for the world also, some part. You see what I mean? That's why things happen to masters, not because they don't have good energy, but they have to always constantly using it to neutralize bad energy for other people. When you're constantly in water, then you're always wet. Yes? Okay, if you capish already, then I think you're very enlightened. Thank you. Any more questions? Small question. So you satisfied with that answer? And is it logical to you? Would that actually mean that if my cat was in a very harmonious surrounding, she would not kill birds and... Uh... It's true also. But I guess maybe your husband is not initiated, is that right? No, and he doesn't like the cat. Yes, and he also is a little bit bad temper, no? I'm sorry, do I offend you? It's true, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you see, sometimes a cat takes on his bad karma, his uh -huh. energy to mm -hmm. work it out somehow. Mm -hmm. Of course, they also have karmic affinity with the mice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So they're working it out between mm -hmm. themselves. <laughs> and your husband, the cat, and the mice, the triangle, Swiss Bermuda triangle. <laughs> but I'm proud of you. In that situation, you are still a good practitioner, and you're happy. You see, at least you're shielded. You see? 
You are like waterproof. <laughs> yeah, most you. of the time, of course. Thanks to you. No, thanks to yourself. You practice running method. Yes, of course, of course. And uh, you're helping yourself. Hmm? I told you all the time. You guys are supreme master. Yeah. Just uh, supreme a little bit, and then every day more supreme. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> supreme, uh, how much percent? You see what I mean? <laughs> some are one percent, some two percent, but it's still supreme. <laughs> like uh, uh, soya milk, it depends on how much water, you know. It still looks uh, murky, like milk, you know. But some have a lot of water in it, only like ten percent soy milk in it. Yeah, but still, it doesn't look like water, does it? Huh? Okay, you have one liter of water, clear crystal, and even you just drop half a cup of soya milk in it. Does that liter of water still look like water to you? No, it look white, murky. Look white, yeah. Look like soya milk a little bit, not as much as soya milk, but it looked like <laughs> a little bit like milk. <laughs> you can say, oh, yeah, I have some supreme soya milk in it. Ten <laughs> percent supreme soya milk. <laughs> we don't tell, people don't know how much percent. Yeah? Okay, any more questions? You okay now? Yes. You poor cat, yeah. Okay, well, at least he eats vegetarian when you offer, yes. But it's a habit. I told you, Happy, when I first adopted her, she go around and chase, you know, gecko. Those are crawling on the on the wall, you know, those things, very small. Eating insect or something, yeah. I just call him Kaku. <laughs> so that's her nickname when she first came. I don't call her Happy, it's Kaku. <laughs> because she always go chase after Kaku. <laughs> the, the small little... Lizards, yes. Very small, very small, like finger, you know? They crawl on the wall, they don't fall. Yeah, lizards. I call them gecko. <laughs> Just a fun name, you know? And I caught her, you know, sometime with the tail still wagging outside her mouth. I said, you drop it now. And then she spit it out. And the guy is still alive. I said, run. <laughs> Next time you see her, <laughs> don't. Look back, just run, <laughs> fly, go on the wall if you can. Yeah. She told me she only eat the, the dead things. I said that this thing is not dead. <laughs> I told you. And she don't chase Kaku anymore. When she first comes, she chases everything that moves and not moves. <laughs> Even bees, you know. So sometimes she get a big swollen nose. <laughs> Like, like a dinosaur egg, you know, here on the forehead and a nose and cheeks, whatever. And then we had to rush her to the hospital, my God. I said, you never learned yet, huh? Oh, I tell you true, anything not moves, you also eat. They live together, but I go see them. And if she see even sometimes some light dropping from the wild hog, she also take it up. I have a look. I said, you drop it now. <laughs> and then she dropped it. And then she go chase after bees. <laughs> and get this a dinosaur egg <laughs> on her face. Oh, and we live so far away from the so-called civilization. We had to rush, you know. We have to floor the car and rush to the vet. She even get many and lucky, also infected by it, you know. 
Yeah, the bees are too near, you know. They so by the way, get the rub off bad karma on them as well. We are they are next to each other, you know. So by the way, the bee also still angry, you know. By the way, just take some from out of many and lucky, and they also also have eggs on their face, <laughs> swollen. <laughs> oh, my God. oh dear, tell you my dogs, yes. Uh, but it's just her. Other dogs don't do it. Even though I don't teach her nothing, but Benny, he was with me since he was young, you know, of course, in puppy, and you go to school and all that, you know, eat vegetarian, <laughs> since he was three months old, yeah, so, of course, nah, he knows, and I teach him all that, but happy, she's a wild, blonde, American girl, you know, <laughs> I told you already, uh, and she has been taught to hunt, you know, not like go out hunting in the forest, but eat anything that moves. Something like that, or she's just used to it, I don't know. Wildlife, you know? Not every dog can take, take dogs in the house, or, you know, or vegetarian, or let them be hygienic, or anything like that. So she was left, you know, like that, maybe outside the yard most of the time. So she's bored, and she hunts. But she's a very good hunter. Any lizard, any fly, don't get away if I'm not there. <laughs> Won't get away. Won't be able to escape. And she told me she only eat the dead stuff. <laughs> I said, of course, you, you, you swallow them and they're dead. <laughs> Funny girl. <laughs> yeah, she was very wild. When I first got her, she even pooed in, in the corner of the house because she thinks it's dark, nobody sees it there. <laughs> I told you, they did all kind of stuff. If you want to adopt dogs, be prepared for things, okay? Don't be surprised. Nothing surprised. Because you don't know what kind of background they came from, eh? They are just untrained, that's all, okay? Just don't give them up. They're okay. They'll be okay. <sighs> but thanks for still having that cat. Yeah, she's a good cat. Yeah, okay, then, well, you tell her, if you can. But if she doesn't listen, well, just let her be. It's her problem, eh? Yes. Tell all the mice, get away. But sometimes they want to invite her for a meal. What do you do? Yeah. They have each other's stuff, you know? They have issues with each other. Because your cat might not be that enlightened. You see what I mean? Also, stay home with your husband all the time. I don't think he does a lot of work, does he? Yes or no? He especially doesn't like the cat. He doesn't like work either, right? Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. So they both stay together too, too much with each other, so influence each other, no? Because he's not even pure vegetarian, he doesn't do much. He, you know, he eats vegetarian because you cook. He doesn't eat meat at home, actually. Yeah, that's but it. But fish and eggs, yes. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. And when he goes out, he eats what he wants, yeah. Like the cat, okay. So they're both the same. So you don't blame the cat, you know. <laughs> he probably teach her how. <laughs> so you listen to me, yeah? Don't listen to my wife, you know, these things are for you. <laughs> you are the cat, you show it. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, it's so bad for the mice. Maybe the mice want her to eat them. The time's up, want to go, yeah. And can't go commit suicide, so ask the cat to help, who knows. The animals were they complicated also, <laughs> okay? Yeah, anyway, well, let her be, okay? Yes. Maybe she thinks that's the way she repay his kindness, you know, your husband, by chasing the, the mice so they don't come in the house, something like that. Maybe just 
and habit, you know? Nobody teach her. Your daughter did not teach her before. That's a problem. Okay? Actually, cats bring you mice as a present. You know, yeah, she sort of I know, put I it know. in front of the house. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. I know. Uh, very, very diligent and very filial, yes. I, I know one of the, you know, Akankaya, I think they teach also light and sound, yes, something like that, where they meditate like only 20 minutes, and you have to pay for it. It's, it's a little different. And uh, the second master of that school, huh? Uh, he, he talked about uh, the, the cat, his cat, and the family cat. When he went somewhere far away, And he came back. The cat killed him out and bring it, put it at his feet as a welcome home present. <laughs> That's what they know, you see? Yes. Yeah, I know that. That's true, too. Well, they do their stuff eh? at their own level. You can reason with her, talk to her, but you're busy working all day and your husband has more influence. Well, <laughs> this is a problem. Eh? They're okay with each other, you know? <laughs> I guess when he died, the cat come with him too. Hmm. You know, in, in their, their world. Nah? <laughs> And you go your world. Nah? Hmm. Or let him be, huh? You can talk to her, she listen, but you have to be all the time on her, otherwise she forgets. Yeah, okay. All right, any other question? <laughs> Hút thuốc rồi bây giờ bị hung thư chỗ này đó. Trời ơi. Nếu ai mà giờ này con hút thuốc, đây bay ngân ngay bên cát, nếu không thì cũng giống như con vậy đó. Ờ, hiểu rồi, ok. Dạ. Rồi. Rồi trong câu chuyện này là còn một một cái câu chuyện nữa là cách đây 10 năm khi mà con bị hút thư nữa thì con bị ngạt tờ và ngạt tờ sắp chết thì còn một sư huynh ngồi tiền tay là sư phụ tay dân con đi rồi sư huynh mới xin sư phụ là cho con xong lại để tu anh rồi nói tay cho thì sư phụ gạt câu cầm sư phụ cho phép con con xong lại dân dịp này con xin ta ơn sư phụ có gì ok good meditate yeah he said that He cannot talk now because he has cancer, uh, because he smoke. That's why he have throat cancer. Cái lúc mà đi tu rồi mới stop, phải không? Yeah. Okay. Because he get initiation, he stopped smoking. Uh, so otherwise he would be dead already, yes. And normally he would be dead because one of the brothers saw that, uh, you know, your master came and helped him to let him stay alive so that he can continue to to practice until he's better. That's why he's still alive. That's why he told you. Okay, turn off light, huh? Meditate. Some of the tragic tolls of tobacco. 5.4 million smoking-related deaths per year worldwide. Tobacco use kills one person every six seconds. Smoking-related costs $193 billion US dollars annually in the United States alone. Depression. Light and mild cigarettes, just as harmful. Causes cancer and diseases in animal companions. Harms lung cell DNA that regulates breathing. Speeds the aging process. Toxic residues of third-hand smoke. Heart disease. Coronary thrombosis. Cerebral thrombosis. Kidney failure. Cancer. Mouth, liver, breast and colorectal cancer. Lung cancer. Esophagus cancer. Kidney cancer. Bladder cancer. 
chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, emphysema, bronchitis, stroke, impotence. Additional harms for exposure to secondhand smoke, 600,000 deaths worldwide each year. Childhood arteriosclerosis, leading to heart attacks and strokes in adulthood. Sudden infant death syndrome, more than 80% of the babies who die are exposed to secondhand smoke. Infertility, miscarriages and premature deliveries. Childhood asthma, bronchitis, ear infection, cleft lip or palate, hyperactivity and aggression in asthmatic boys, circulatory problems in women, lung damage in children leading to adult emphysema, lung cancer in non-smoking restaurant servers, hearing loss across all frequencies, childhood behavioural problems when exposed while in the womb, plus more. For help quitting, please visit... For more urgent information, please visit suprememastertv.com forward slash killers. Paraguay is not that rich, you know what I mean? It's not Switzerland, eh? It's not banker like you, huh? <laughs> but they poor money, the two of them. Not just money, their heart, see? The family did it, the four people. Two big one put money and the two small one support. <laughs> yeah. Because it's also their money. You see, the two small ones, even though they don't put it, they didn't earn it, but also their money. Because if their parents' money, if their parents die, it's all their money. So they also have to agree, you know, sign. Eh? <laughs> so I just give to your mother, yeah, because she's the, the chief of the house. You know that, right? So thank you, all of you, four of you. Huh? Mm. Just wondering for four people. Huh? If something happened, you <laughs> cut it into four. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody eat one piece, huh? <laughs> the reason I give them is just my gratitude for the Paraguay people, huh? <laughs> yeah, fine, fine, of course. Yeah, you're welcome. But so some people also have, but they don't give, you see? So it doesn't matter. I am very touched by your dedication, huh? And you're new. I not even initiate you personally. I have not even been to Paraguay. And you are so sincere and devoted. And uh, so I'm touched by that. Eh? Not because of your money. Yeah. I have money, I could do that. But I let some of you do it also. You know, it's better for you. Eh? I do everything already. Yeah, 99.9% already. <laughs> and another 0.1%. Let everybody, you know, do. Just have to volunteer. You see, do it by yourself. Like you. And I'm touched. Not because I tell you to do it. I don't ever ask anybody anything. Yes, yes. Anything do naturally is the best. You capish? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no pocket dinero. Yeah. <laughs> she said that. Okay, good. All right. So you guys don't be jealous, okay? It's a very special people. Yeah? Very special. Of course, they are not that rich, but they're rich. Yeah, they don't have problem. But they still want to help people. You see what I mean? They uh, feel the need of other people. So these are very special people. Eh? Yeah, okay? Yes. Very special. Hmm? You too. The copy of that? Good. This copy. <laughs> the original and the two copies. <laughs> okay, so don't be jealous, huh? You okay, no? Yeah. You should be happy for them. You should applaud them. Yeah?
Okay, huh? at least some of your country people are benefited. Yes, and I thank you for your sincerity, your dedication, and your good heart. Yes, uh, money we cannot keep forever. Yes, you never know tomorrow you live or you die. Yeah, the best thing you leave for your children is not money. Money, of course, help, but the best thing you leave to your children after you die is virtue and the moral way of life. You make example, you know, make good example for them. Then no matter uh, in which situation, they will stay noble person. You want your children to be good, be noble, yes, okay? And be excellent in here, yeah? All right. So the best thing to live for children is moral, virtue, excellence, service, spiritual, Elevation, good example for life. So you ask me how to teach the children. This is a good example of good parents, good parents. Yes, yes. Most parents would think keep keep a lot of money for the children. You see, they also keep some for them. They didn't give everything, but they give some. You see, that's money keep for them, and money take out is also money give to them. It's a different. It might also return manifold also, but they didn't want that. They didn't give because they want more return, because it's not guaranteed that, okay, you give $10, God will give you $100. Not guaranteed. So they just give unconditionally, and that's the best, yeah? best investment. And even if they don't get money in return, they get other blessing, you know? Yes. So that's the best thing you give to your children. Not just money, but the security of heaven, okay? <laughs> Good parents, huh? Eh? Good papa, good mama. <laughs> <laughs>